Welcome to the Small Business Big Life Podcast. My name is Derek Van Ness, and I'm the lead wealth strategist and founder at Big Life Financial, where we use innovative tax and financial strategies to help business owners keep more of the money they make and be a whole lot smarter at growing it. We believe every person has something unique and valuable to bring to the world, but far too often money stops them from sharing those gifts. We're here to fix that problem by helping people get money out of the way so they can unleash their full potential on the world. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll even reveal how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet. So let's get this thing started now. Well, welcome everybody. It is another episode of the Small Business Big Life Podcast. This is Derek Venice, your host, and I've got another incredible episode for you today, something that I think is going to give a lot of insight. We have as our guest, Wendy Y, and she has got a lot of experience working with a lot of people over extended periods of time. So just there's no substitute for having been in the business and worked with so many clients. So I'm just really excited to have you on the show here. So welcome, Wendy Y. Thank you for having me, Derek. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So uh, you and I were talking before the show here. Uh, you've got a really interesting story, a uh, very interesting name, very distinctive, which I love from a branding perspective. So why don't you just tell the listeners real quick a little bit about who you are, uh, what you you know as a person and what you're up to in the world with your business and how they can find you online so that as they are dazzled by all the stories you're about to tell us, they know where they can connect with you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Derek. Well, everyone calls me Wendy Y. Bailey. Yes, you do pronounce the second Y. And the story, the short story is when I came into the social media realm in 2008, I was an early adopter. There were 25 profiles for Wendy Bailey on LinkedIn alone. So I knew I had to do, had to do something different to counter that or to make sure that I distinguish myself in some way. And I had been part of a close networking organization where you meet once a week for breakfast or for lunch and you stand up and you give your 60 second infomercial. And I had always used my middle initial. So they started calling me Wendy Y. So I just brought that over with me into the social media realm. And I've been Wendy Y ever since. My mom even calls me Wendy Y. She's 90 and she still calls me Wendy Y. So that's what I ask of everyone. I also tell people, if you want to stay in touch with me, I'm Wendy Y. Bailey everywhere. Wendy Y. Bailey everywhere. But if you Google Wendy Bailey, you're going to get the musician who was on my mailing list for some years. You get the psychologist, you get the attorney, you get the college professor. But if you Google Wendy Y. Bailey, you get me all day long for a couple of pages. So you just can't miss who I am when you go look for me there. Now, I will tell you, yes, I've got a long stretch of years in my business, 19 years in June, to be specific. And uh, I've loved every minute of it, even with the ebbs and flows and the ups and downs. I've been full time in my business the whole time. I was voted off the island from a C-level position in corporate America and wanted to use the time to kind of figure out what I really wanted to do and who I wanted to be when I grew up, so to speak. And at the, at the time, Oprah still had her daily talk show and Cheryl Richardson was on her show. And Cheryl Richardson, Richardson at that time was a very well-known coach. And I think people still know who she is now. She's published a ton of books 
And they talked about coaching in a way that I had not ever heard it before. When you're in corporate America, you hear about coaching, but it's kind of the, oh, the management wants us to do kumbaya things together and we don't really take it seriously. You know, that's how I I saw it. That's how I viewed it. And so I heard it in a different way. It was about self-exploration. It was about self-awareness. It was about making deeper connections. And I wanted more of that. So I started following the links that they provided at the end of the show. And I looked at coaching, I went down the rabbit hole, and I have never looked back. When I first started coaching, I coached um, entrepreneurs who had kind of a side hustle, and they wanted to build their side hustle to replace the income of their full-time position. Then I migrated or evolved, I guess I could say, into coaching other coaches because Coaches were coming to me and they were saying, well, how did you do this? And what tool did you use for that? And what system did did you create for that? And it just became obvious that I needed to support other coaches. Then I got my training and certification in neurolinguistic programming and it changed my world. It sort of rocked me and put me on tilt in terms of what I understood about human behavior and human excellence. And I just have never looked back related to that. I've been able to apply it specifically over the last, I'm going to say about 12 years, I've been able to apply it pretty consistently as it relates to sales and marketing, because I believe it's all about rapport and connection and communication. Mm -hmm. It's a different way of looking at sales and marketing than most people are using in the marketplace. Yeah, I I totally get that. So just for the people who... uh, want to check, you know, connect with you. Obviously you're Wendy Y. Bailey everywhere. Is there a website? Is there a good place for them to find out a little more just directly? Yeah, absolutely. My main website is businessbeyondlimits.com. That's businessbeyondlimits.com. And then I have a web TV show and audio podcast myself. They can find that at profitablecoachingconversations.com. Profitablecoachingconversations.com. So either of those places work. Very good. So I'm, I'm really excited to dig in on this because you have a lot of experience. You've gone through a couple of iterations, right? The different types of coaching. You've done the corporate America, different types of businesses. So this is going to be really, really interesting. But I always like to start the show off with what is like that one nugget of wisdom? What's that guiding star, that, that really important thing that you would pass down to the listeners if you could only say one thing? Because I'm always interested in what that is. Well, the the one thing that has become my personal mantra in anything and everything that I do is mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. Um, Mindset is everything if you want to start a business. Mindset is everything if you want to go through the ebbs and flows of being in business to stay the course in your business. Mindset is everything if you want to JB with someone or create a partnership. Mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. If you want to establish your fees, if you want to raise your fees, mindset is everything. I just, I could go on and on and on, but mindset is everything means that you are always focused on sort of holding the mirror up so that you can see how really amazing you are. It's sort of that meme when you see the, the cat and you see the lion. And the cat Uh is looking at his reflection in the mirror and it's the the reflection shows he's a lion. It's making sure that you always see yourself for how amazing and wonderful and, and incredible you are rather than 
take all the dents and, and, you know, dings that life can give you and focus on those. When you focus on the lion and being the lion, then you tend to show up as the lion. You tend to show up in strength and power and confidence. I don't believe in domination. It Uh just means that you show up powerful because Uh we all are powerful, Uh right? We're all powerful. So it's a way of making sure that you're always focused on understanding your own power. Yeah, I love that. So I want to unpack that just a little bit because like mindset is such a big thing, right? But I also know there's, there's a couple of different phases that I've gone through throughout my career, sort of the, oh yeah, yeah, I know that mindset stuff, you know, I'm positive, I'm working hard, but I, but I got to focus on this. And then there's the, yeah, I think I get that, but like, how do I do it and not be fake about it? Right? Like, like I want to be that, but like, I don't really believe it yet right? I'm in that place of I'm having some success, but I all, of course, I get to see all my own failures in private. Sure. Um, and then there's the, when, even when you become more successful, what I find is a lot of people have that imposter syndrome. They're like really successful, but they're like, man, I'm a little afraid if people knew who I really was, then holy smoke. So maybe, maybe help me understand what's the, you know, there's like a nuance to this. How do you help people to, to move forward? Maybe give us a tip or or something that you really have found that helps people to continue to move along that timeline? Because I think too many people try and do the fake it till you make it. And that just yeah. feels like being an imposter and it's, yeah. it's not very effective. So I'd love to hear, you know, your thoughts on that. Sure. Uh, well, let me just say that there's still a little of fake it till you make it. I think in all of us, no matter where we are. Right. right. Uh-huh. And I think the way you address that is you fuel the, the, the mindset you fuel the positivity in your life, you fuel it. And, you know, just to tell you a little bit about my own story for the first, I'm going to say about two to three years, I was afraid of everything in my business. I still (laughs) did stuff, but I was afraid to succeed. I was afraid to fail. I was afraid that somebody would find me out as an Mm -hmm. imposter. I was, I was afraid of everything. And fueling the positive part of that, the thing that helped me get rid of the fear was it was a a coaching program. It's called Mm -hmm. Fearless Living. And the Fearless Living Institute with Rhonda Britton is what I went through that process. Now, it didn't totally rid my business of fear or rid my life of fear. Mm -hmm. It helped me to manage it in a different way because it named fear and what fear really looked like in my life. So I, I got tools for that. And what that taught me is when you are trying to fuel the positive, you're trying to fuel the growth mindset, if you will, to use Carol Dweck's, you know, she's the master of mindset. But if you're really trying to fuel what you need and and give the the fuel to the right space and place around your mindset, it means you've got to have tools. My tools are things like I post a nightly affirmation on my Facebook profile. I'm always saying my own personal affirmations. I'm always listing and relisting. And I show my clients how to do this. What makes me truly brilliant? Because Mm -hmm. we forget, you know, it's sort of like the the shiny red car that you drive off of the lot in. And over the years, it gets dinged because you parked in the shopping mall parking lot. It gets, you know, something happens because you dented it hitting a post or backing up too far, you know, backing, you know, driving in too close, whatever it is. And so you start to see the wear and tear on the shiny red car. 
the affirmations, the what I call intention statements, the prayers, all of those tools are designed to remind you that you're still the shiny red car and to help you smooth out some of the dinks and dents to do some of the things that help you to be the shiny red car and stay in that place and space. Doesn't mean you you feel like you're an imposter, you don't feel like you're an imposter because sometimes you do. Sure. It's okay because your your tools are there to remind you that you're still amazing even if you feel like you're an imposter. Right? You're still Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. 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 And I've definitely been through a lot of that and worked on that a lot in my life and, uh, and continue to work on it. Yes. It's, it's an ongoing experience. You don't do it and you're done. It's not a destination. It's a journey for sure. No. Yeah. It is an ongoing discipline and, uh, it just becomes part of who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I appreciate you digging in on that because I think there are a lot of misconceptions around that. I know uh, over periods of life for me, I've had misconceptions and over time I've discovered what I've discovered, which doesn't mean I have it mastered, but I really came to understand uh, how important it is. It's, it's funny. Like I, I used to teach swing dancing before we couldn't dance with cool. one another. I know what that is. I'm a stepper. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm a West coast mm-hmm. swing dancer. And, okay. uh, and the, the adage in that is beginners always want to take intermediate classes intermediate people always want to take the advanced classes and the advanced people want to take the beginner classes. And mindset is like the beginner class. It's what you really need. It's not as sexy and as exciting as some of the other fancy stuff, but it's the foundation to everything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's super cool that you brought that up. The Um, other thing that I remember too, Derek is um, I saw an interview I think it was Barbara Walters was interviewing Oprah. I'm not sure why I have Oprah on the brain today, but this is another <laughs> Oprah story. Yeah. But she interviewed her and um, it was, the, I think the question was sort of, what have you learned and what are the things you've observed after interviewing so many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people? Mm-hmm. And she said, Oprah said that after every interview, it didn't matter who they were, they could be heads of state, they could be you know, uh, celebrities, they could be renowned, whatever in their field. After the interview was over, they always turned to her and said, was that okay? So we're all looking for some sort of validation. And when you do the mindset work, you don't have to have it to be, to stand in the truth of who you are. You You don't have to have it if you're doing, using the tools that work for you. Yeah. You may still have the question, but you don't have to. It's not a question that you have to ask and really and truly wonder what the answer is. You already know it was okay. You know, you know it was okay. You just want to hear an, an add a girl or an add a boy to know to confirm that it's different. Yeah, I, I totally get that. It, you know, when you know that you're the the real deal, I've, I've always said like the truth needs no defense, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you stand in the truth, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to justify yourself. Of course, we still like to, but we don't need to. Yeah. And it's it's really nice to have that. And I've had, you know, kind of in areas that I've become good at, I've had that. Whereas other areas I wasn't so good at or so confident in my life, uh, you know, I've struggled. And that other outside mm-hmm. validation was really really important to me. So let's let's talk a little bit about your journey. You know, you obviously started off, it sounds like the first couple of years, you know, were really a 
learning growth period, which totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. What are what are a couple of the key things? I mean, we have a lot of people who listen who are coaches, consultants, they're salespeople, they're, you know, even as a as a business owner, many people like you're mentoring your team and really helping them out. What are what are one of the two of the biggest hurdles you've come up against and, and been able to overcome? Because I think we all sort of walk the same path on some level. And maybe just share with us what some of those were for you. Well, one of the big ones for me was um, coming to the realization that relationships are everything. I mean, everything. When you're in business, you've got to pay attention to the relationships. Now, that doesn't mean you become a doormat. It means that you have a, a level of discernment about the relationships that you have and you nurture them. And no matter what type of relationship they are, you nurture them and you treat them with care because you value that currency that relationships creates for you. Mm -hmm. Um, When you are nurturing and when you're focused on relationships, that means that, you know, something as simple as staying in contact consistently with your email list is a big one. Okay, it's also about when you are. Um, somehow aligned in certain spaces and places with other people, you treat those relationships of value and you show up in your power, in your strength, in your um, real authenticity of who you are, and people will reach out to you or you reach out to people and they're open to that connection. So it's it's about fostering and nurturing and, and really establishing great rapport and building connection in those relationships. The best story I have about that for me was when I decided I wanted to launch my web TV show and audio podcast last July, I picked up the phone, I sent out emails, I sent text messages, and I'm literally booking for guests for January 22. So yeah, that's relationships. Some of it is people found out about me and sought me out. But a lot of those initial, I'm going to say at least the first 30 or so guests were people that I said, oh, I want them to be on my show. Oh, I want them to be here because I think they can add value to my audience. So relationships mattered when it came to that. And that's just one example that I can give you in my business, right? Just one. The second thing I'll say is um, health is number one priority. I used to be a grinder, Derek. I mean, like burn the candle at both ends. I'm nocturnal. I stay up late at night. I had an offshore team back then. So I was up when they were up working at 3 a.m. in the morning, right? And I would have things I had to do by 8 or 9 a.m., but I hadn't had enough sleep and it caught up with me and my health suffered. Mm. So I learned a valuable lesson about the importance of health. You've got to take care of yourself. That means getting the right amount of sleep. That means eating right. That means not consuming uh, too much caffeine. I know some of us still need coffee every now and then. I don't drink a lot of coffee, but I do like caffeine every so often. (laughs) But it means that you're doing the things that take care of your health so that you can be present in your business. You can't do it if you don't have your health. And you can't create wealth in your business if health is lacking, right? And then the third thing, you asked me for two, but let me give you a third thing. Consistency is also currency. Consistency is also currency. So if you guys don't hear anything else I've said, make sure you recognize that 
the more consistent you are. And that doesn't mean every day, every hour, every week. It means whatever consistency looks like for you. Uh-huh. Create the consistency, establish the consistency, and then continue that over a long period of time. And people grow to trust you. People uh-huh. grow to recognize you as dependable because they know you're going to be at a certain place at a certain time. You're going to post certain things. They can count on your perspective about whatever's going on. That's uh-huh. consistency and that's currency. Yeah, I've, I've heard the best way to build trust with people is to do what you say, right? And consistency mm-hmm. is a very important version of that. I say, I'm going to be here. You know, you can count on me for this. And I show up and I deliver ongoingly really helps people to say, yeah, this is this is someone I can go to. And, and it really does build a relationship in a very unique way. So, mm-hmm. and and for the record, you're you're really speaking my language here, Wendy, why I went through a really tough time in 2008. Mm-hmm. Kind of lost everything. Oh, didn't we all? <laughs> didn't we well, all? 2008, you said, ah, 2008, I remember. Yeah. So so what happened to me was the, the big thing was I lost my health because I got hit by a snowmobile while I was snowboarding. Wow. So snapped my femur and I was laying in bed while the I was a real estate flipper at the time. I had 16 properties going and the market crashed on me in Southern California and I lost couple million dollars and had to file bankruptcy. And what I realized from all that is exactly what you said. Relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have your health, almost nothing else matters. You can have all the money in the world because you can't enjoy it. You can, it it even really can hurt your relationships and makes it hard to enjoy those. So health is absolutely number one. And I discovered you can be completely happy with good relationships and good health and very little money. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the other two, it doesn't matter how much money you have. So, so I, I love that you've had that perspective because I have definitely been there. That is probably the best thing about that experience. I never want to go through again is that I am super, super clear on that. So, so you mentioned something before the, um, we, we got on the air here. You talked a lot about the value and the importance of staying the course. And I think this is really important, especially for people in their first five years in business you know, sometimes you don't have that perspective of like, what, what's the value of staying in the game? How does this grow over time? And someone like you with a couple of decades of experience now, maybe share with me why you feel that's so important and what you really think is, is the message people need to get from that. Well, I think it, it goes back to the consistency in part, because the longer you're in your business or longer in business, the more you're able to create consistency, which ends up ultimately being currency, right? Mm -hmm. The longer you're in your business, the more you're able to make connections and build relationships with people. Mm -hmm. The more you're able to do, um, have the mindset is everything approach to everything and, and fuel that growth mindset, the more you're able to show up in your, in your world, not just your business, but the more you're able to show up in your world and it, it results in a bottom line impact for you. So all of those things help you stay the course. All of those things help you build financial wealth and create long-term sustainability. And the thing that I love about being able to say that it's been almost 19 years is, doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes. It doesn't mean that I haven't had missteps. It doesn't mean that I haven't you know failed miserably in some areas. <laughs> Yeah. What it means, and this is, I think, sort of wraps it all together, is 
I've got so many lovely lessons. And because of those lovely lessons, I'm always staying the course because of the lesson I've learned. Uh You know what I mean? Uh It's sort of like um, if you repeat the same mistake over and over again, but you're expecting a different result, that's insanity, right? Like you've Uh heard that definition of insanity. Well, to me, it's the same way with the lessons. If you're paying attention to the lessons and you're pouring the lessons into your business and how you do the next thing or how you create the next thing, then it's going to make a world of difference in your sustainability, your ability to stay the course and create staying power in your business. Take the lessons. Yeah, you can cry and have a pity party party (laughs) if that's what you need to have. But the reality is you need the lessons. That's where your strength comes from, is from those lessons. Apply the lessons, new lessons when they surface, apply those too. And before you know it, it'll be 19 years for you too. Yeah. Yeah. I I can really get that because I sometimes tell a story about, uh, you know, a salesman who's in his job and he's the top guy and, and he's made you know, X amount of sales, maybe a million dollars of sales every year. And, and a new guy comes in who's pretty good. And the first year doesn't do as well. And the second year doesn't do quite as well as this guy. But by the third year, he starts to eclipse this guy in the fourth year. And the guy's like, how's he doing this? Mm-hmm. And, and he goes and asks the, the newer salesman who's maybe in his fourth year and is, has just kind of blown past him. He said, how do you get so good? You know, what's the deal? And he said, you know what? I just focus on getting better every single year. You've chosen to stay the same, right? And that's really the advantage of being in there because there's there's no substitute for that experience. Someone once said to me something that sounds super simple, but I was like really struck by it. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm a nut job, but she said, it takes 20 years to have a 20-year friendship, right? Mm-hmm. There's no substitute for- for that time and that depth. And it's the same thing in your business. If you're in there working with clients, having experiences, doing trainings, figuring out your own stuff, going through health problems and relationship problems, like there's just, there's no substitute for it. Right. And that's where that real deep wisdom comes. And and that's why I was so interested to tap into some of what you've got. So as we, as we kind of wrap some things up here, Wendy, why I want to ask you this, this is something that I like to do for people on the show. And it's kind of a surprise for everybody is whether it relates to what we have been talking about today. I want to give you 30, 60, 90 seconds to just say anything that you think is important to say for the listeners to hear and, and just kind of share what's on your heart. Because I think a lot of times we get into these business conversations and we don't get a chance to like really share what's important to us. And I, I just want to give you a voice to do that. So uh, why don't you take it away? Wow. Um, <laughs> 30, 60, 90 seconds. I think I can keep it to that because, you know, I can ramble on if, if you hadn't noticed. The the thing that one of my digital mentors who I ultimately ended up meeting, we have we share the same last name, Simon T. Bailey, mm-hmm. um, actually shared with me as one of the, the best pieces of advice he got was um, re- leaders are readers. So whatever you're doing in your business, it doesn't matter. You can learn from someone else. So go out and get books, download, you know, get Audible. And, you know, they don't have a sponsor spot on this, but download (laughs) Audible, listen to books, listen to things that fuel 
your mindset, that fuel your confidence and your spirit of, of hope and, you know, sustainability in your business. So leaders are readers. So that's the first thing. Make sure you're reading and you're fueling your spirit and fueling your confidence and fueling that mindset, that positive mindset. That's the first thing. The, the second thing I'll say is to remember that when you fuel those, those places and spaces that confirm who you are and that affirm who you are, what happens is you get to show up in spaces and all you have to do is add value. Like people are not looking always to sell something and you shouldn't be either. You should be in the mode of what can I say that's going to impart wisdom, that's going to inspire someone or empower the people who are hearing and listening and watching what I'm saying, add value. That's the goal wherever you are. And from adding value, you're going to find that you're going to create the relationships that ultimately become currency for you over the long haul in your business and ultimately in your life. Because some, sometimes relationships end up being more social than they are business. You get great friendships when you're in business. You meet yeah. great people and you create lasting friendships because you relate to each other, you connect, and you can share and support one another. So make sure that you're focused on the relationships and understanding currency comes from them. So um, I think that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, kind, that's kind of what you do, right? You impart yeah. wisdom and, and uh, figure these things out for people. So really, really great to have you here, Wendy. Why can you do, do me a favor one more time? Give us the website. If people love what you had to say, they want to connect with you or, or find sure. out more about you. Uh, why don't you tell them where to find you? Sure. I'm Wendy Y. Bailey on all platforms. I'm not on a hundred of them. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Okay. So that's where you'll find me. Did I say Instagram? Yes. yes. Wendy Y. Bailey everywhere. And uh, my website, my main website is businessbeyondlimits.com. That's businessbeyondlimits.com. And um, my web TV show website is profitablecoachingconversations.com. Thank you so much for having me, Derek. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. I just, I appreciate your insight and your passion. You're clearly excited about this and, and, and love what you do and just fired up about it. I think there's no replacement for that. So just really appreciate you being here with us, Wendy. Why it's been, it's been a real treat. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Life Show. If you're a six or seven figure business owner who'd like to be on the show, we'd love to talk about it. Just visit biglifefinancial.com slash guest to get the ball rolling. And if you heard something you loved on the show today, don't be shy about sharing it. And if you do, be sure to use the hashtag Small Business Big Life so we can see that you're sharing the love. And heck, if we swoon over your post, we might even pass it on to our many thousands of followers to help share the love and the spotlight with you. Speaking of love, if you like today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You know why? Because then you'll never miss another episode and you can get all the motivation, inspiration, and insights with every new episode. Also, if you want to see everything else we're up to on YouTube, social media, or even in real life, you can always visit us at biglifefinancial.com. Well, that's it for today. My name's Derek Van Ness, and I want to personally thank you for being a part of the small business Big Life Movement. 
Now get out there, create more than you consume, love people more than you need to, and believe in magic because yes, it does exist.